Welcome to Choice Classic Radio, where we bring to you the greatest old-time radio shows. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and thank you for donating at choiceclassicradio.com. This is Ronald Coleman, inviting you to radio's most dramatic half hour. Favorite story. Have you ever wondered just what stories the most famous people in the world read and love? Well, this is the radio series which lets you look over their shoulders. For the plays you hear on Favourite Story have been handpicked, especially for you, by the most distinguished artists and world leaders of the 20th century. This week, our story was chosen by a lady with an Oscar, Academy Award winner Jennifer Jones. Miss Jones told us that the character she has always loved best in history and in fiction, is the Maid of Lorraine, St. Joan of Arc. The story of this great heroine will star one of my favorite young actresses, Joan Loring. Here's Act One of Joan of Arc. Yes, Uncle. Why do you sit here all day beside this old tree? Why don't you play with the other children? It is not meant that I should play, Uncle. Joan, my little Joan, are you well? What worries you? I cannot tell you, Uncle Duhar. Once I told my father and he threatened to drown me if I ever spoke so again. I watch you from the house and many times I have seen you sink to your knees and cross yourself. And I have seen your eyes widen. Your lips move as if you were talking to the wind. You are so intent, especially when the church bells ring for martins or at twilight when they play their night song. It is when the bells ring, Uncle, that I, I hear their voices most clearly. Oh, Do I... not be afraid, Joan. Many times they have said that, too. Do not be afraid, Maid of Domremy, for we bring you tidings from the kingdom of heaven. You will not drown me for telling you this. No, my child, but who are they, the voices you hear? The archangel Michael. He appears in a bright light, and his voice is clear and ringing, like a great bell in a cathedral. Then there is the blessed Saint Margaret and the beautiful Saint Catherine. Their voices are soft and gentle, like the wind. What do they say, child? Many things. Oh, many things. The Vespers. Uncle, they have come. Monsignor. Jean. Jean the maid. 
In God's name, what do you see, child? Blessed Saint Michael, I am here. I am listening. In all shining white, shone the maid. You shall ride to all ends and raise the great siege. Then anoint and crown Charles the Dauphin, King of France, in the great cathedral. If God is willing, I shall do these things. I shall help to save France in a tower of darkness. Long ago, there was a prophecy. I remember it so well. Jean d'Arc. St. Margaret. Jean de St. Catherine. Daughter of France. Go Long ago, a prophecy. Out of Lorraine, beside the lady's tree... A maid shall come, Redeemer of France. Where is he? Where is the Dauphin? I must see him. Ah, here. Welcome to the poor man's court, to the grand ballroom of the king who is not a king, where nobody has the courage to fight the English. Or the decency to die. Welcome. She has come, and he must know. She? Another dancing girl? To please the bloodshot eyes of our heir apparent without a spine, she, eh? She, she, the maid. Where is he? Where is the dauphin? There in the corner, sewing a patch on his last remaining pair of breeches. Excuse me. I must talk to him. Your Majesty. Uh, Your Majesty? Well, thank you. That's the very first time anybody's called me that in many weeks. Your Majesty. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. There. There, it's finished. You see? A royal patch. Your Majesty, she is here, the maid. I urge you to see her. She's waiting at the gates of Chinon. Uh, the milkmaid from Lorraine? Yes. Uh, she refuses to speak to my messengers. Because she has a message that must be delivered to you and only to you. Well, perhaps she's a charlatan. But my advisors have told me to be wary of such charlatans. I have seen her face, sir. Never was there a face like that in this world. Purity shines from her eyes. I stake my honor and my manhood on this. She is no charlatan. Oh! You're in love with her. Yes. That... That's true, in a way. One look at her, and... I'm in love with many things. With France... With honor, with God. Yeah. Uh, come here, uh, closely, where the others cannot overhear. Do you really think it's possible this girl means to crown me king? Can such a thing be done? It can, Your Grace, I believe it. Robert de Baudricourt, as steady and sensible a soldier as you can find in Europe, believed her, and sent his lieutenants to escort her to you. You must see her, sir. Come to crown me king? Yes, Your Grace, and to aid you in fighting the invader. Oh, well, I'd like the crowning part, but not the fighting. I, you know I'm not a fighting man. If the English and the Burgundians want to have Flanders and Picardy and, and, and Normandy, well, let them. Let them even have Orleans. But I'd really rather not fight. Will you see her and then judge? Uh, yes. Yes, and I have a plan. Good. I will bring her here directly. Uh, listen to me. I am about to see the maid. You think this is wise, Charles? I have an amusing idea. 
If she is indeed from God, as all the villagers from here to Dharmami seem to be saying, then she should know me immediately, should she not? I am not schooled in these matters, but I should think so. Uh, well, she has never seen me, never looked on my face, or heard my voice. So, you and I shall change places. Here, uh, take my cloak and sit on the throne. A good jest. <laughs> a pleasant way to kill an hour. And if she proves to be just a child with a wild imagination, then we have one less legend on the wind to trouble us. Lords and ladies of the court, your majesty... Here is Jean the maid. Let her approach the throne. It is the custom, my child, to kneel before the Dauphin. But you are not the Dauphin. I sit on the throne, maid. If I am not the Dauphin, who is then? He is in this room. I know. There, at the edge of the assembly, like a lost sheep. Oh. I kneel before you, gentle Dauphin. She, she knew. My name is Jeanne, and they call me the maid. And I have come to bring you tidings from the king of heaven, that I am to anoint you with holy oil and crown you king of France in the cathedral at Reims. Yeah, you're an amazing girl. You could tell that I'm a king, and a true descendant of kings. A trick. Why should it be a trick, Your Grace, when it is clear to anyone's eyes that the wrong man is sitting on the throne? <laughs> I beg you, gentle Dauphin, let me speak to you alone for just one moment. It shall be done. Uh, clear the room. Clear the room. I, I grant this private audience to the maid of Lorraine. Be careful, Charles. And now, Charles of France, descendant of Charlemagne, let me see you in your rightful place. On the throne. <laughs> Certainly. There. Yeah, does it please you better, maid, to see me as king on the throne? It pleases me to see you above those who have contrived to be above you. Eh? But you are not yet king, Charles. You are merely Dauphin. When you have knelt at the holy altar, and I have poured the holy oil on your head, then all the people of France will arise and call you king. King Charles the Seventh of France. Oh, good, good. You speak well, maid. One boon only. One thing which must be done first. Ah, and that is? Give me a troop of fighting men of France for me to lead against the Englishmen. They are on French soil against God's will. Give me the men and armor to break the siege of Orléans. Then in triumph we can crown you king. How can you do this, girl, when the great generals of my armies cannot? My voices tell me so. Well, I do not like to fight. Do your voices not come from the peaceful saints? I too wish only peace. I, I wish to be left alone. It is wrong to fight as the English fight when they take our land. But if we do not fight for our own land, our own earth, we are cowards and do not deserve to be called men. Make a sign. Say a yes and the people of your country will be united again. The kingdom of heaven it fights with you. I, I shall make your sign, Maid of Lorraine. Uh, come back, all of you. Gather the court together. I have a proclamation to declare. Silence! Silence! Silence. This child has been sent to me, perhaps by God, perhaps by the long, silent will of the people. By God, gentle Dauphin. Know it in your heart. I believe it. Uh, listen to me, all of you. 
She's to have the armor and the men she needs. Oh, and she will lead our troops to Orléans. But I am head of the army. I name this maid head of the army. Of Charles the Seventh. You have your answer, old soldier. How about the rest of you? Who is with me and who is against me? I am with you, Maid of Lorraine. And I! To Orléans! To Orléans! For God and for France! <laughs> We continue with Act Two of Jennifer Jones' favorite story, Joan of Arc. The many lyric stories which have been written about the Maid of Lorraine tell us that she rode at the head of an army of inspired followers. Clothed in armor as silver as the sunshine, she carried a snow-white banner on which was stamped a golden fleur-de-lis. Head erect, she rode against the enemies of her country. on both sides. Countrymen, brothers, the order is charged! I place the crown of Charlemagne upon your head, noble king. And now is accomplished the pleasure of God. John, the fleur de lis on your white banner is stamped forever on my heart. Laia, you are a good friend. I did not believe that in my time I should see such a miracle. We had faith. We believed. Is that simple? In dark days, my child, faith is the greatest miracle of all. But we must not stop here. Until Paris is ours, France is not really ours. I must see the king immediately. We must assemble our forces and march to the capital city. Jean, no. What is wrong, my friend? Go back to Dom Remy, to your father's house. To Dom Remy? Your work is done. You have given the people of France a new standard, a lily-white standard. But you must stop here. Something has happened. Tell me. I cannot. All I can say is, go back to Lorraine while you can. You are my friend. Tell me. Very well. The man you made king of France, the man you crowned here with your own hands... Charles VII, ruler of the French people, has behind your back effected a treaty with the traitor Duke of Burgundy, pawn of the English. We do not 
March on Paris. But I must see the king. <laughs> there. <laughs> I have jumped you two squares. Your move. Your majesty. Eh? Oh, I hear. How dare you burst into my council chambers? I'm busy with affairs of state. A drafts game? Checkers, Your Majesty? Is that an affair of state? Well, certainly. Uh, there's an ancient French expression. Le roi s'amuse. The king must have a good time. Oh, dear. My move. This clown has me in a dreadful position. Your Majesty, I must have a word with you. Yeah, another time, another time. Oh, I... If I move there, you'll... Dump me here and get a king. Oh, there, there. Your Majesty, the English have captured Jean the Maid. Yeah, so rumor has it. There, there. Now, try to get out of that situation. <laughs> oh, you know what I hear? I'm getting quite adept at this. I may even take up the chess. Oh, no, no, I don't think so. Chess has all those knights and castles and bishops. It's much too much like war. Uh, your move. Your Majesty. Not now. The maid of Orléans, who crowns you king, is sitting chained to a filthy cell in Rouen. And the Inquisition will not try her as a prisoner of war, but as a witch. You must do something. You must ransom her. Well, I have no money. For the love of heaven, you sit here today because of one person only. Jean Le Pucelle. If she's in difficulty, let her voices tell her what to do. After all, I never asked her to fight toward Compiègne. That was her idea. And her voices... As I see it, here, it's all like a game of checkers. When you make a move and lose the game, who's to blame but yourself? Eh? Eh? What do you want of me now? We will ask the questions. We have asked so many questions. I have no answers left. Silence. I will speak. Long enough to say you have no right to chain me like a dog in that dark and gloomy cell. The soldiers do not let me alone, not for a moment. They swear and curse at me. I cover my ears, but I still hear them. That is irrelevant to our business here today. <clears throat> Maid, hear us. Do you swear on the gospel you will answer nothing but the truth? Well? Perhaps you will ask me things that I will not tell you. You were a young girl, uneducated. I am old. I have questioned many prisoners. Take my advice, child. Do not give impertinent answers. It will gain you nothing. We will try to be kind with you. Then be kind. Will you swear? No, I will not swear because your standards of truth are not the same as mine. Girl, do you know that if you are not civil, if you do not give us a chance to prove that you are not a heretic, we will be forced to... To burn me at the stake like a witch. I know that. But why don't you give me a fair trial with my own people present? Give me an advocate, a witness. My uncle, my, my playmate, my lieutenant. My king, where is he? You are holy men. 
And yet what kind of mockery is it? Ask yourselves this. What kind of mockery is it to be tried by one's own enemies? This is a court of law. Not a forum where we conduct a philosophic discussion. Uh, we will proceed with the questions even without the oath. Maid of Domremy, you claim you hear voices? Yes. Whose voices do you hear? The Archangel Michael and the blessed Saints Margaret and Catherine. Did you see them as well as hear them? Yes. What do they look like? Describe them. I will not answer that. I am not permitted to say. Because you do not know. Because they are figments of your imagination. And you did not actually see them any more than you actually heard them. I have seen them. As clearly as I see you sitting before me. I have heard their voices. I have spoken with them. I have embraced them. And all I have done has been at their bidding. And through them, the bidding of God. You realize that with every word you speak, you're confessing heresy. Why? Because you dare to pretend that you're in a state of grace. If I am not, may God bring me to it. If I am, may God keep me in it. You'll leave us no alternative. I am forced by my office to press all the charges against you. You do not deny that you have intercourse with evil spirits, and therefore a sorceress. Secondly, you wear men's clothes, which is an abomination against all decency. Are the saints evil spirits? How do you know they are saints? I know. How do you know which saint is which? Are they dressed? Or do they appear to you naked? Do you think our Lord is so poor he has nothing to dress them in? In what language do they speak? Do they address you in English? Why should they speak in English when they are not on the English side? Girl, I warn you for the last time to recant, to abjure, to take back these heresies. You want me to say these things because you want the people not to believe. You are afraid, all of you, when a single person has faith in himself and his God. Because you know then that all of you in authority will be stripped bare with nothing to do. Turn her over to the secular authorities. Tell them to prepare the fire in the marketplace immediately. Okay. You have made your choice. Sign this or you go to the stake this very day. No. You're within seconds of your doom, child. Now sign. It starts with a smoldering flame. You can barely feel it. And then it builds. It builds. It will be cruel, not swift. Listen to me. You can still save yourself. Do you not see that your voices have deceived you? No. Have they helped you? Have they come to your aid for a single second since your capture at Compiègne? Have they, girl? And this king you crown. Would he give his life for you? Well? <laughs> you are right. I have been deceived. It is necessary to live. I cannot face the fire. I am not brave enough. I cannot face the fire. Ah, you are sensible. You have saved yourself. What do you want me to do? Sign this. What does it say? I will read it to you. I, Joan the Maid, a miserable sinner, do confess that I have pretended to have revelations from God and the blessed saints, 
and that these were really temptations by demons. I confess to the sins of heresy and blasphemy and renounce and abjure all I've said and done. Declare it all false and untrue, and witness thereto I sign this recantation. Do you understand this, Jean? Is it true? Must be true, otherwise the stake would not be standing in the marketplace. Take the pen. There. You have saved yourself, child. This court rules, however, that though you will not burn at the stake for all the harm you have done to the simple people of France, you are sentenced to spend the remainder of your earthly days in prison. I am not to be set free. Set free, girl, after all your wickedness. But I thought that you said I... Monsignor! Why do you sink to your knees? This is the verdict of the court. It will do you no good to appeal to us in this way. Blessed Saint Michael, I am here. I am listening. Who are you speaking to? This court orders you to rise to your feet. Yes. Yes. You. You said my voices were false and that they deceived me. But it was you who deceived me. Give me that paper. Give me your lies and may all the world know and remember what I did with them. John. John. Now. Take me to your state. And burn me. And if you think for a moment that when my body is gone, I will be dead, you are wrong, Inquisitor. I will live. I will live. I will live. our play about the meteoric life of one of the most tragic heroines who ever walked this earth, St. Joan of Arc. Our thanks and appreciation to Joan Loring, who played the title role with extraordinary skill, and to all the members of the cast and orchestra. And we're grateful to Miss Jennifer Jones, who chose St. Joan of Arc as her favorite story. We're going to bring you Fred Allen's favorite story next week. You'd expect Fred to pick a comedy for you. But as a matter of fact, he chose a story that is the exact opposite of comedy. It's a masterpiece of sheer terror. Frankenstein. We've arranged an exciting production of Mary Shelley's original novel, The Hair-Raising Adventures of the Man Who Made a Monster. We hope you'll be listening. <laughs>